you so much. Hello. Thank you so much, Room 420B. <laughs> nice. Dude, nice. Be for blunt. Oh, be for blunt. <laughs> oh, wow. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. My name is Matt Stone of the Caldwell Stones. Hello, I'm Isai. I'm the day them of Mayhem Jackal. Also, Osher, you, you didn't say make better friends to a little, like make friends. We were friends before wrestling. We were. You're lying to the people already. We Eric, were. We were. Oster and I were mostly acquaintances. Yeah, yeah. We all knew each other. Just yeah. Not, yeah. So not. Oh, kind of, already, just letting you know he's lying. Yeah. I'm a liar. It's gonna be a theme for today for Oster. But hey, do you hear that in the background? That that thin Lizzy riff. The Wrestle Boys are back in town. Feels so good. Matt left us, so now Matt's back. Yeah, it's been like 10 months. Yeah, I got lost. I went for a walk and got lost in Oregon for (laughs) near a year. Just hanging out at 7-Eleven. They wouldn't send me back. So we're a a professional wrestling podcast. Uh, Normally we, well now we changed everything, so it's different now. You Um, thought you were getting one thing? We're in (laughs) the midst of talking about NXT, the greatest wrestling promotion that has ever existed. And, uh, but today... We recently had a uh, a battle. We we had we tried to come to a consensus on the top twenty wrestlers, um, in our opinion of all time. Number one and two were Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, but in it that was order. it was a standstill. It was a standstill because I wouldn't budge, and Zach wouldn't budge. But someone Matt was a little flip flopper the whole time. Um, I was trying to be diplomatic, but if then if I went with my heart, my Bret Hart, <laughs> yes, things things all worked out for me. And if and I, it's not clear, I am on Team Shawn Michaels. I yeah, I don't like the psychological <laughs> warfare that you're wearing on your chest right now, dude. There's just cooler Bret Hart bootlegs. <laughs> that's, and that's just true. because Bret Hart doesn't is number two doesn't mean he's not. He's number two. And, and that's the thing. I honestly, I think that's a really good distinction because up here, I can tell that I'm going to say a bunch of stuff that sounds like I don't like Shawn. <laughs> and I think he wholeheartedly deserves to be number two, which is a fantastic spot on the list. 
It's pretty funny because you actually, in the episode, four. voted Bret Hart number four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, until, I, until I threatened to take off one of the people you really wanted on. We can't. We cannot. Terry Funk. We cannot Terry start. Funk. We, actually, we uh, cannot start talking about Terry Funk right now. We have actually an uh, intervention right now. <laughs> this is us removing Terry Funk from our lives. Oh, <laughs> not live. Live. Let's do this. I thought um, we so, already, um, I'm, I was like 95% sure that Matt was about to quit the show <laughs> during this episode. Because, because of Terry Funk. He flipped on me because Bret Hart's been my favorite wrestler. Like I'm 34, and since I've been about four years old, like, he's been the guy. And Matt turned on me. <laughs> well, hey, 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 hey. And so then, you know, in just a blind rage, I said to kick off his favorite wrestler that was going to be on there. And I'm like, oh, he's quitting today, isn't he? All right. <laughs> I'm. So our podcast has now been ex- smile. No, no. <laughs> it must be extended because I have a uh, an hour and a half long Terry Funk rant that is now <laughs> mandatory. No, I'm not. I will not be talking about Terry here today. I'm going to contain my rage. Kind of. We'll we'll see. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, I mean, we uh, if we get the next slide, please. And for those of you listening in the future, one, how is WrestleMania? And two, um, just listen to me next slide and go along with the slides that I'll have uploaded by now. Yeah. So uh, these are our two special boys. Uh, we're we're talking about today, uh, just to get you all acquainted with them a little bit. It's, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart and uh, Sean the Heartbreak Kid Michaels. The excellence of execution, Brett Hart. Uh, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, which kind of makes us meeting here fucking pointless. Everybody go home. <laughs> and then yeah, we are here. But and then Sean's the, Mr. WrestleMania. And the boy toy. Yeah, the boy the sexy toy. Boy. I mean, they both look good with that title. I mean, that's undisputed. That's undisputed. But, but if you look 90s at 90s hunks, right? Yeah, 90s hunks, mm-hmm. which is really what this whole night is about. What this whole festival, if I could imagine, is about. 90s hunks. 90s hunks. 90s hunks. We get the next slide, please. Yeah, and we're not going to be talking about their wrestling accolades in our arguments. Yeah, so, so this is just to let you know that they're really good at wrestling, but um, ignore all that. Like in, like, you know, legal dramas where they're like, you know, don't don't pay attention to that witness. Like disregard that. You're gonna disregard all of the actual relevant information. And then it's good to know so you can toss it out the window. It's also on some uh, posters that Zach uh, put together that are uh, available that, to take. Yes, Very lovely. please take them. Um, yeah. So next slide, please. Yeah, I do like how you breeze past how many more championships Bret Hart did have. <laughs> world titles. Of world titles. It's about the same, actually. I mean, I mean, on number, but not of prestige. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of wrestling terminology. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's on the poster or just ask. Because <laughs> I forgot something. I just put it together. Uh, yeah. yeah, next slide, please. And because I forgot to put it on the poster, these are their, their finishers, each the most uh, iconic versions of each one the sharpshooter and the uh, sweet tune music. So, yeah, I mean, and that is, I, I, I do got to say, as much as I will to the, till, till the death now defend Bret Hart. There's nothing cooler than a well-timed super kick, uh, well-timed sweet chin music from, from Shawn Michaels. But if you look at the amount of pain that Stone Cold Steve Austin is in there with a blood screaming down his face, I think it becomes pretty evident who is more impactful. And the, uh, the super kick is my second favorite move next to the swinging fisherman's neck breaker. Quality. because he knows that one's mine. I know two <laughs> moves. And those are the two. One of them is just called the super kick. Yep. Yep. It, it's a fitting description. Now, next slide, please. <laughs> So we're going to be kicking it off now into each person's argument that is not res- specifically wrestling related. And, you know, I would actually like to real quick just make a big um, kind of paint a picture over where 
you have to also kind of view Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart because they were also a part of the most famous uh, tomfoolery, fuckery, if you will, in uh, in some wrestling history, and that's a famously known as the Montreal Screw Job. Bret screwed Bret. Well, Vince screwed Brett, if, Sean. If, if you're going to side with Vince McMahon on this, I want to know what else you side with him on. <laughs> Just wait till my argument. <laughs> oh, exactly. Who did you want to replace Terry with on our top 20? Oh, Vince, Vince McMahon. 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great character. But yeah, so like, there's just been like turmoil with the, the, a brief overview of the screw job is that Brett was leaving the company. Not on his own terms. He didn't want to. He didn't want to stay. A noble guy. He just said, "Hey, I'll drop the title. I'll do. I'll go the way out. But please, just don't make me lose it here in my home, in Mon- you know, Montreal, in his home country, up. not not town. It should be stated. I, but how many times do you like going to Canada? I, I will not lose in Boston. <laughs> so I, have, I have a friend. His name is Mike Brown, and he is from Regina, Saskatchewan. And he said Bret Hart is legitimately like a hero. Canadian hero. Like, Canadian hero. It's 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 wild that it's true. Yeah, yeah. And Bret will tell you first." But there's just a lot of real life under the surface bubbling between these two. Um, and again, you can disregard all that information because we won't be talking about it anymore. Well, but it's I'm, just, I'm gonna, it's I'm good gonna to talk know. about it a little bit because oh, kind of have to. Good, thank you. All right, so um, I'm going to go first with Bret Hart. So I think he should be number one. And the other person that would think that Bret Hart should be number one is Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so nobody loves him more than himself. Um, I don't read books very very often, and I read through the whole Bret Hart book um, in about in like two, two days. days. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just hanging out with Oster while reading it. Like I'm like, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna just sit near you and I'm gonna read this book, and I'd be like, oh, this part's kind of cool, and he'd be like, shut up, I don't like wrestling yet. <laughs> <laughs> True. And so, one of the things I also love to do is when I'm just hanging out playing video games, I like to listen to Bret Hart. Um, interviews on like YouTube, stuff like that, because he just tells it like it is, and like it is is that he's the best. Um, and no matter the story on anybody, it always comes back to him. So recently, there's a wrestler, Scott Hall, who passed away. I was gonna say probably next slide, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That'll come into play after this. Um, he wrote a great, touching tribute to him on his social medias about, oh, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall was a great worker, helped do this. And then it starts turning a little bit. And he's like, all the matches he had with me were really good. <laughs> I remember how good like, you know, everything was going, that I got some good matches out of Scott Hall when he was young, and I helped put him, in, put him on the map. And it's like, oh, he is the best. <laughs> and that's something you want in your heroes and your sports legends, is to have that confidence. Shawn Michaels is named you know, the showstopper, Mr. WrestleMania, you know, the icon. But you know what? If you ask him, he doesn't believe it. Bret Hart says he's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And if you don't like it, tough shit. And if you don't like it, tough shit, and he believes every word. Before this, and this is just, I probably would have done this without having this whole thing anyways, I was watching more Bret Hart interviews. Like, <laughs> and, like an hour and a half ago, I was sitting on my couch, eating some food, watching Bret Hart. And he just was talking about like how a guy like Triple H never had a good match. And he's like burying him which is actually, this is the video, and I sent it to Zach saying, hey, you have to put this little thing on there. We're not going to watch the video, don't worry. I know nobody's going to watch it for 30 minutes but me. Um, and then he goes on to talk about some of the wrestlers he likes, and like one of them was CM Punk. And he was talking about how, like, you know, when CM Punk uh, 
goes and does moves. Like he'll do like my elbow drop and he's, you know, don't get nod to me because he knows I'm so good. And it's like, there it is. That's perfect. That's exactly what I want in a champion. He knows he's a champion. And he doesn't just lie about it as a nickname. He lives it. He lives the gimmick, brother. Bret Hart is number one. Number one. All right, so the next slide, please. All right. Um, I'm going to talk about Shawn Michaels and a weird match that I watched. Next, next slide, please. It is Shawn Michaels tag teaming with God. Next slide. <laughs> the big man himself. So... Not immune to being an independent contractor for Vince McMahon. <laughs> yep, yep. Let me. Hey, let everybody's me. got a price. They <laughs> they passed that collection plate around for a fucking reason. <laughs> got to keep looking. God in the territory. Whether God got ten percent of the the gate <laughs> that evening. Yeah, full creative control. <laughs> no. Okay, let me set the stage for you. At WrestleMania 22, Shawn Michaels beats Mr. McMahon, Vince McMahon's character in wrestling, uh, in a no holds barred match. Uh, later, Vince tells Sean the match became a handicap match against uh, Vince versus you and God. See, he's already cheating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Vince books a tag team max match. Shawn Michaels and God versus Vince and Shane McMahon. Uh, Shane is Vince's son that he doesn't love. Um, also, just imagine every like startup CEO that's like, hey, there's a keg in the break room. It's that guy. Yeah. If, yeah I wish I could have um, screenshots of Vince's tweets on um, birthdays to John Cena and Shane, respectively, because John Cena says, happy birthday to my favorite boy, and I love him so much. He's done so much for my company. Uh, happy birthday, John Cena. And uh, Shane's is, happy birthday, Shane. Happy, happy birthday, at Shane McMahon. It just actually just said HBD. <laughs> <laughs> now, Derek, on this, so yep. this is in 2006, I'm seeing. Which, yeah, I think so. So, Sean, yeah, it's on the picture. But Sean Michaels <laughs> has had, there's two iterations of Sean Michaels, and it really does lend to be why he would be a contender for best of all time. Mm -hmm. Because in his first run, his first big heyday of, of, of winning titles, winning champs, uh, he was also, you know, he was prolific drug user. I mean, he was just like I so mud up on I the road. A little bit of a drug problem. <laughs> You know, uh, which is honestly a, a, a tale of many, many wrestlers. They mm -hmm. have to work a lot. Yep. They have to keep going. So Sean gets all somed up. He loses his smile professionally. Yep. yep. Goes away for a while. Comes back. Born again. Yep. Uh, and he he does incorporate that. A born again Christian that's also a stripper. Yes. Yes. Great. Yes. Yes. Which <laughs> is his second run. Arguably his best run. Same theme music run. after he became a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> sexy boy. His sexy stripper Christian gimmick is where we are here. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Yeah, um, yes, Sean's a notable Christian, and the story here is that Vince is pure evil, the devil himself. Uh, True, brother. I mean, yeah. Uh, Vince made a new religion called McMahonism, uh, the theology of the future. Uh, after watching the videos, I might convert. Um, he wants Sean to convert. Um, in the match, Vince introduces Sean's tagging partner. And he says, he has many names, the Holy Roller, the Hipster from Heaven, the Man Upstairs, from the Kingdom of Heaven, please welcome God. God. And then this harp music plays, and there's a spotlight uh, shining on the ground. No, that's, that's God's entrance, come on. Yes, it's God's <laughs> entrance. Don't bury God. <laughs> there's a spotlight. 
and the spotlight is God. You don't actually see a God. Um, or did we? <laughs> we saw Shawn Michaels wrestle that night. Uh, that's true. That's true. Okay. Um, you okay. saw Vince wrestle that night. <laughs> <laughs> it makes, the light slowly makes its way to the ring, and Vince stops him, and he says, God, you need to have a WWE-style entrance. And Vince McMahon says the words, get jiggy with it, and starts dancing. And the light moves a little bit. Um, then some generic music starts, uh, and God comes to the ring. Vince has the ref check God out because he might have something up his sleeve. He Make sure there's no foreign object. Yeah, he thinks God's going to cheat, lie, cheat, and steal. Um, and then Vince changes his mind and uh, makes it a, a no-holds-barred match again because, you know, wrestling. <laughs> Change it whenever. Um, Sean enters the ring. Vince says, you and God are going to go straight to hell. Uh, Sean punches him, and the match starts, and Sean uh, beats the crap out of Vince. Uh, there's a lot of just fighting. Now, uh, does that spotlight hang out in the ring? Um, well, they turned the lights on in the arena. So <laughs> oh, so he, he encompasses the entire space. Yeah, I yeah. think from watching I see. From watching the promo package before, there were like random flashes of pyro when Vince would go near stuff, and those were acts of God. Um, but n none of that was in the match. It was much less cool. So if, if, <laughs> if anybody's ever watched a professional wrestling live, like in a live setting, especially like independent wrestling, they'll bring in like a big name guy and he won't do anything in the match. And I think that's what God is doing. <laughs> they didn't give him enough in the envelope. They didn't pay him enough. So he's like, I'm just going to hang out on the outside. Bump me out. Yeah, just put me on the poster. Put some butts in seats. Yeah. Um, eventually, uh, Vince, uh, Vince and Shane beat the shit out of Shawn Michaels. And Vince grabs the mic after beating, beating up Shawn and says, look at him now. What do you think now, God? What are you going to do about it, God? And up the, I guess God walks away by Vince's reaction. He says, where the hell are you going? Come back, God. Look what you made in your own image. Look at him. He's a piece of crap. It's also what Vince says to Shane. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you fighting for uh, Sean or Vince right now? <laughs> just, just give me a second. Um, and then he says, ladies and gentlemen, God has left the building. Um, uh, he directs his attention to a bleeding, beat-down Sean. And goes to give Sean its sweet chin music. This man, at this time, what, 65? Uh, something like something that. Like that. This guy can't kick anybody. Um, but Sean catches the kick. Um, basically, the end of the match is Sean gets, um, sets them both up on a table, grabs a 20-foot ladder, and then jumps off the ladder. And then this group called the Spirit Qu Squad shows up. They're um, a bunch of cheerleaders. Male cheerleaders, and uh, they uh, end up beating the crap out of Sean, and uh, Vince McMahon wins the match, proving that no matter how devout of a follower you are, not even God can save you from Vince McMahon. Hmm. Uh, so yes, Vince McMahon, uh, number one. Okay. Greatest wrestler okay. of all time. Okay, interesting. I will say, at the, I, don't, I can't imagine any other... A superstar, <laughs> WWE superstar, uh, getting into a program with God. It really does only make sense for Shawn Michaels. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And the fact that he would do something so sacrilegious is um, pretty interesting. Well, I mean, he's he's he's, am I correct that God did get his vengeance on Vince pretty soon after this in the storyline? 
um, yeah, I, didn't game well, I, didn't, I didn't watch yeah. much after this. I remember uh, there being a God v. Vince match. Well, um, no, he just blows up his limo. Oh, yeah. Oh, was that when dude. Donald Trump thought he legitimately died? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know so wrestling was fake. about my friend Vince and his limousine accident. So God actually did win that feud. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I researched this a little late and then uh, realized that the match wasn't as cool as I thought. The idea was much cooler. So yeah, Vince McMahon number one, I guess. Okay, okay. <laughs> you're and I believe this is more this is more psychological games. I think you're wearing your your Hitman shirt. You're mm-hmm. changing it up. Vince the number one. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking buy it. I don't <laughs> buy it one little bit. I mean, you did have one other reason on the next slide for for Derek. Oh, there we go. Okay. Look at that. All right. I actually rescind, and I join back to Team Sean. He posed for Playgirl. Uh, What did Brett say about it? Which one? (laughs) I mean, one of the promos. Which time? (laughs) I guess he brought it up a lot. Yeah, well, because he was like, you need a champion you can be proud of, not somebody that poses for girly magazine. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, to be fair... Sun Song does say he's a sexy boy. Yeah. yeah. He's not your boy toy. Yeah. You don't ask a tiger to He sang it friends. himself, too. There's a version that actually Vince sings, which I think that goes along with like your whole story that you told is better. So just like that. <laughs> uh, that's a convincing photo. Uh, look up Bret Hart, uh, title belt, penis. and uh, Bret's belt is so much bigger, it'll, too. It'll, it'll come up on your Google feed. <laughs> and I believe if we go to the next slide, I have some evidence to further the, 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 the case for Bret Hart here, particularly the next is I want to talk a little bit about what makes a pro wrestler, what, what, what makes them great. And it's their ability to make you believe that even though you've, you've decided I will, I will suspend my disbelief, I will understand that these are professional, I shouldn't try this at home, but they got to make you believe that what you're watching has emotional impact. And it makes you feel something. And so what I would like to do is explore the careers of Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels outside of the world of wrestling and into the world of cinema. And I will start with Bret Hart. Or theater. Yeah, this, this, is, this is theater. Well, hang on now. Oh, I'm sorry. Because that's a part of this. With Bret Hart, this picture is wonderful. I had another picture. I don't know if it made oh, it. Oh, yeah, this is the next. There. You have another slide. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's leave this up. This is perfect. Thank you so much. Okay, so Bret Hart most notably known outside of the wrestling ring for his reoccurring role as a widower and a trapper and a hired gun on the Western show Lonesome Dove. He, they, they wrote him a bit part, one episode, get the famous wrestler guy in here. They loved him so much. He committed to it, and he went for it. Loved it so much. Actually had to like leave because uh, to go back wrestling. But loved his acting. Finally, I mean... Years go by, he gets the itch again, and he's unfortunately forced to retire early. Uh, He has a a career uh, ending injury at the hands of Bill Goldberg and is no longer able to wrestle. And so he takes the opportunity to play, to join a play, to get on stage in the theater as the genie in the lamp in Aladdin, a Canadian onstage production of Aladdin. And that's how you know how iconic Bret Hart is. Because a character like Genie was, you know, voiced by Robin Williams. It's untouchable. Will Smith, too. Except when it's Bret Hart. But just look at him. Like, the pants, the look. Fuck, he's in a grant all my wishes right now. 
Yeah, on YouTube, you you can look up uh, Canadian Aladdin Bret Hart genie, and you can get like see the whole as, thing. As far as the energy levels of two people who have ever lived, Bret Hart speaking and Robin Williams speaking <laughs> is about the widest gulf I can possibly. <laughs> So Bret Hart, you know, he 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 had his dalliance playing Luther Root and Lonesome Dove. He plays the genie. He also goes on to to try his hand at voice acting. He notably plays uh, a version of himself on The Simpsons. Uh, he plays uh, a hero or a villain, I rather, in a uh, a, a show called Jacob Tutu. Oh, I'm assuming also Canadian, as well as a. a Cartoon called Corner Gas, which is definitely Canadian. Corner Gas? Yeah, Corner Gas. Like when you go into the corner and fart a little bit. <laughs> yeah, when you have to. Uh, go to I the... was just guessing like a gas station at the like on the corner. Like oh, okay, oh. okay. Both are accurate. Also, he was like on Mad TV randomly too. That's the thing. Bit parts, which you wouldn't necessarily think of Bret, Bret Hart as being maybe self-aware or willing to play around with the idea of being a silly wrestler or being able to act, but yet here we are, and now. You know, he's still in, in shit. He's, like, taking, like, crowdfunded horror movies. He's playing bit parts in movies. And, I, and you watch an interview with him, and his whole thing is, like, I just like to be challenged, and I just don't want to uh, embarrass myself or the people working hard on it. But he takes these roles that you would not think to see Bret Hart in. So let's move over to the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. And I definitely wanted to, to, to get the one in there of uh, Master Yoga, um, which is his, uh, his character in a uh, Avengers farce. Is that the one that looks like he blew the Hulk? Well, I mean, that's what he looks like in the whole thing, and he does do some yoga. I mean, he does do yoga in the movie to uh, one of the guys from The League. Uh, oh, nice. Well, the guy with the brown hair and the red. Yeah, the guy Steve, with the brown Steve. hair in The League. Is it yes. the white guy from The League? Yeah. Steve uh, ran his thesis. Oh, the, no, oh. the the the, the liar. Yeah, the controversial. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yes, I didn't I didn't want to paint just a single-sided picture of Shawn Michaels. He Hulk, does, Hulk painted his face. He does step outside of his comfort zone to play that role specifically because everything else, you see in the top right corner here, he plays a born-again guy. And that's good for him. That's good for him. But it's interesting. Like, really, his first movie that he ever starred, or, well, bit part in, uh, The Resurrection of Gavin Stone, he plays a, uh, an ex-con, born again, to teach this guy not to sneak into this church to play Jesus in a play. <laughs> All right? All right? In pure country, pure heart, he plays... Uh, he plays a born-again Christian who helps these two sisters discover their way across Nashville as they try to discover more about their father, who was a Marine who died in Iraq. <laughs> All right? And, in and that's also based off the Marine franchise, right? I didn't even... I No, because that's a WWE product, so I'm leaving it off here. Look, You can look up the Marine 6. I'm pretty sure he's born again in it. <laughs> uh, probably. He probably has like a cross on his yeah. gun. The movie 90 Feet from Home. He plays a born-again abusive alcoholic who is confronted by his adult son and has to reckon with his past. And, and his adult son in real life was Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were both children Yeah, when they were crotch chopping. And that's all fine and good. If you want to be a part of like Americanized Christian propaganda films, you are more than welcome to. You are more than welcome to. Nicholas but what I think Cage is interesting is when you look at the career of Shawn Michaels in the ring... People are saying he's the best seller of all time. He could really make you believe he's hurt. He could really make you believe he's down and out. And I think the thing with Shawn Michaels is you can tell when he is invested, when he wants to be a part of something, he will put his all into it. And he will be emotionally very impactful. Honestly, some of these movies sound like shit, but well, they have like decent reviews from the audience that watch them. <laughs> I didn't I'm watch gonna them. I'm going to use this exact same point as to why he's the greatest in just a minute. <laughs> oh, well, well. 
And here's the thing with Brett, is it seems like he's way more comfortable stepping outside of his comfort zone to say, hey, I'm willing to challenge myself. And I'm willing to, to, to maybe express a different side of myself. Uh, granted, again, master yoga, take him out, take him out. That is Shawn Michaels trying his best, I think, to break out and be a comedian. But, but Brett, it just seems like he has so much more, uh, he, ha he has just so much more intrigue and passion. And I do think if you look at Brett Hart's in-ring, it's the same sort of deal. I think he was really good at being like, what situation am I in? How can I make this the best? But not just me, because obviously I'm going to look good, because I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. But also, how do I make this production, like, you know, how can I add to it? And I think that really does kind of correlate to how they both sort of navigated the, the professional wrestling world, is Sean, if he's into it, if it'll make Sean look good, he'll, he'll sell his ass off, and he'll make it look good. Brett, Put on a little genie outfit, just because why the heck not? Go on a couple seasons of a of a play. That, those pants are so comfortable too. <laughs> yeah, I yes, I will be ordering some. Post haste. But that's it. That's what I have. That's what I have. Okay. Well, well let's bring some. Brett right. also, ne I never stopped anybody from posting. That's just throwing that out there. Oh well, yeah. Again, all these negative things you're saying about Sean, I'm going to use as a positive right now. <laughs> okay. Please do. Next, please do. Next slide, please. And so. This is a, uh, a, a picture of Shawn Michaels super kicking uh, notable racist and uh, journalism Not destroyer Terry Hulk Hogan Balea. Notable so, hot dog. Yep. Notable a hot dog man, bass playing piece of shit from Florida. Yeah, should have just, just lived and died as a bass player on the streets of Florida, but that's not, unfortunately, what happened. Not what happened. So um, these two, basically, their careers kind of missed each other when they were out, out on the top in like the 80s into 90s. Um, Hulk Hogan left, went to WCW, and that's when Shawn Michaels became like the number one guy. So they never had a match. Um, and this was like a dream match for a long time. Um, and it was gonna happen finally. In fact, they were gonna have a three-match three series um, with Shawn Michaels winning one, Hulk Hogan winning the other two. Um, Hulk Hogan went, that's not gonna do it for me, brother, and uh, decided just to have one match. And this made Shawn uh, not not happy because he like put everything into it again this is born again sean like not the worst man alive piece of shit like on pain medication out of his mind 90s sean uh this is good guy sean who decides to go fuck hulk hogan on pay-per-view so if we switch over to the the video felicia just had it playing and just yeah put that playing in the background and we're Shawn Michaels went into this match deciding that he was going to make Hulk Hogan look like an asshole. Ooh, could we kill that sound there? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, he decided he was going to make Hulk Hogan look like an asshole. Um, as we've said, Shawn Michaels is the best seller of all time. That means making your opponent look good, like making their offense look uh, formidable. So Shawn decided, I'm going to make this a cartoon to really just show how <laughs> fucking stupid Hulk Hogan is as a wrestler. I do love that you can look at Terry's face. And he's just like, what are you doing, brother? Brother. He's like, damn, I am strong. <laughs> the kids aren't going to believe it, brother. <laughs> for, you know, for those of you listening at home in the future, that is where uh, Sean bumps out of the ring. So, um, we're just gonna and, have and Hogan not moving any faster than like the power walkers at the ball. That's what I'm saying. His Christian movies got good reviews. <laughs> All right, I'm saying so, he but, can he can do his thing. So yeah, this is why my argument that Sean is the greatest because this was a few years before we all knew how truly despicable Hulk Hogan was, and Sean just gave us the most 
amazing justice of all time. Um, I, like, I, in, you know, if you're watching this, you'll notice how bad this video quality is. It's because WWE tries to scrub this from existence. <laughs> they have a highlights video of this on their website that doesn't look like that actually how the match went. It's all the good, like, normal-looking parts cut together into two minutes. <laughs> and they cut everything else out. Um, that's how much they know how bad this is and how, like, how unprofessional Sean was being, but it, I don't care. It's the greatest thing ever. And I will say that is why I flip-flopped the first time. The aforementioned flip-flopping that I was doing when we first came up with this is I do think Sean Michaels... getting ready for it again. When he wants to, can be the most entertaining performer across, like, any medium. Like, he's just so good. He can be so good when he wants to be. Bret Hart what, just is. He just is, and he, he's like, he understands if I look good, if, if this other person looks good. That was the uh, leg drop into was, the, yeah. uh, the, or the big boot into the spinning flop onto his back. Because if we just got, yeah, I mean, if we just got this, number one, no question. That's a convincing argument, though. Yeah, I won't that is this, yeah. He made a bass-playing racist piece of shit from Florida look like, look awful on pay-per-view. Yeah, in front of tens of thousands and millions watching at home. Yeah. 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 So that, those are our four arguments. Yep. Um, and we realize that this will literally never, ever be settled, um, no matter what. It's just, it is truly just a matter of opinion. They are the, probably the two greatest wrestlers ever, even though Matt thought it's tied. Brett was fourth. It's tied. See, now even those are starting to believe, you know, maybe Brett Hart is number one. Now they're tied. Instead of now number two. In my head, they've always been tied. I just like the super kick a little more. There you go. <laughs> um, but maybe we should try to settle it. Um, um, to. We're, just, we're, we're fighting to... right here in front of you. Let's <laughs> flip this. Get table! Ladies and gentlemen, God. <laughs> Hit the spotlight. I don't, th I don't think he's showing up for any of my matches anymore. <laughs> Or Osho when he's decided not to become a youth pastor. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, so we'll go to the audience who I think six of you watch wrestling, maybe. Um, Based, again, on the arguments like, laid out here today, not if you know anything about them. Or if you still want to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's, Team Brett. Team Brett, let's hear from Team let's Brett. Not team you, Brett. Brett. That Brett, all Bretts. All right, team, team Sean. Whoa, That's whoa! Less people, but louder, it, Matt. It's true. It's true. Less, but more enthusiastic. We can we can measure this based on the waveform when I edit. This. <laughs> so no. because Brett fans are polite, <laughs> respectful, Canadian heroes, all of you. Well, after after today, there's no after today. No, <laughs> this is our last episode. Now, dude, this is that's so confusing because we have episodes banked, and I don't know what episode. Like. No, yeah, well, you'll be hearing this posthumously because we're all going out that what window. Oh, God, yeah, we're all um, going out that window. I didn't, I didn't agree to die. I haven't seen y'all in two years, and I'm just getting homicidal, <laughs> fucking excited about it, dude. Um, Isai? Yes. Matt? Yeah. Zach? Oh yeah. Uh, you, you two, your arguments were. We're very convincing. How convincing? Convincing enough? I think. I think. Team Bret Hart. There it is. 
I edit the episode. I get to decide what. <laughs> I get to decide oh, how it shit. ends. Shit. That's the truth. Um, Whoever has control of the edit has control of history. Oh, I will. Sorry. I will say, I have liked Bret Hart. Bret Hart was one of the first wrestlers I was introduced to because of Isai, and I have always thought he was interesting and a little plump, and he hates Goldberg, and I hate Goldberg. Oh, I'm sorry. I would hate somebody who kicked me in the head and ended my career as well. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't feel so good about that guy. Um, the reason I was so so stagnant or so like. Firm on Sean. Headstrong, take what? you on. Yeah, back off. Um, is I watched like this weird WWE documentary and it had a lot of Sean in it and I was like, oh, he is interesting. I like his change. I do, I do like the super kick a lot. It is my favorite move, second favorite. Um, but it's always been Brett. I just said Sean to uh to make Eastside mad. I mean, honestly, my, honestly, Sean's my number two and Brett's my number four. So. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Danielson. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Different podcast, different yeah. show. Different yeah. show. Yes, probably. Yes. Brett Hart. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. I mean, how, how much more time do we have left here? Have we, none. Have we exhausted the... Uh, I mean, we got three minutes if three we want to go 45, but you know what? We're, we're the main event. Well, I, mean, I think it's a feel-good ending. We, we have an... Un- no, we, we, we <laughs> feel-good ending. Alicia says no, and it's her Brett birthday. Hart. Brett Hart is, is um, I'm sorry, the three to one. I mean, I think this is a happy ending. Isn't yeah, happy I think ending. I think Brett's gonna really like this on my call with him this evening. <laughs> Zach's not even upset. No, I'm not. Again, this is, <laughs> again I'm, I'm arguing. Like I argue against Brett Hart because it's a gimmick. Like I, I <laughs> Brett Hart's amazing. He just didn't ever connect with me in the right way. So I like to play it. Yeah, up. and Shawn Michaels is better. So okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, thank you all for letting us yeah. uh, hash this out in front of y'all. Yeah, being a participatory a part of it. Yeah, we hope yes. you enjoyed it. Please uh, take posters. I paid way too much yeah. money for them. They fit um, in my house. I threw every single shirt that was in my garage out. Um, if you They're not even like our shirts. They're no, just they random are. shirts he Miscellaneous had. shirts with yeah. rat bites in them. Yeah. A bunch of trapped shirts because of... apparently Oster's the biggest trapped man I know. No, I got rid of my screwdriver shirts. <laughs> oh! <laughs> recorded live! <laughs> um, I was trying to like not say them <laughs> for you, but... <laughs> Um, if you need a different size, uh, they're all around. So yeah, just <laughs> mix and match. Talk to somebody. <laughs> Make a friend and trade. It's, it's small through XL. Um, yeah. All right, who's got a lot? Yeah, wait till we're done. Oh. Oh. Um, but yeah, um, that's the show. That's the um, show. Thank you, you guys so much. If you enjoyed it, listen to us. You all know us. So <laughs> wait, no, never mind. This is a packed house. It's a packed house. Uh, Hang it from the Raptors, brother. But yeah, that's the show. Thank you all for listening. We are at Genuine Wrestle Boys social media. Just what, what's our link tree? You oh yeah, that. actually, if you get a poster, just scan the QR code at the bottom. Oh, I what? work in marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wrestle Boys gone twenty first century. Yeah, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Bret Hart is the greatest wrestler of all time, at and Wrestle Boys. Russell Boys 316 says, let's do a recap. I'm a base Chad, and though I don't personally enjoy Bussy, I get why others do. Am I missing anything? Thanks. Thank you. Thank you all very much.